Today, we discuss the witch's new year, when the veil between this world and the next is at its thinnest, Samhain, and reconnect to the goddess Hecate. Hello, goddesses! Easy, Oprah. Episode (laughs) number 53 of Goddess Chat with Leos. We are your hostesses. I am the Gigi, and this is the Nicole. Hi. (laughs) We go by the. Yes, you know, because we're in costume today. That's right. Yes. Join us as we drink some tea or spirits. I'm having some bubbly water and explore the meanings, legends, and powers of this episode's goddess and the Sabbath. Oh, yes, of course. And if you love that and the show, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your chosen listening service. You can also find us on Instagram at goddesschatleos, or you can email us at goddesschat at yahoo.com. The best way to show your support for the show is to rate and review and also word of mouth is priceless Ooh, priceless all right well let's chat i'm excited <laughs> what was that <laughs> i don't know you know i'm in character Ooh, it's, 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 it's it's halloween you, you turned into butters all of a sudden you're like oh, <laughs> no guys <laughs> Like easy. Happy Halloween, oh everybody. Happy Halloween. <laughs> so we are recording on Halloween at proper. And then um I'll probably be able to edit and post it tomorrow on All Saints Day. And then it's Dia de los Muertos. And I don't know if there's any other names, but yay for them. All the good stuff. Yep, that's right. All the good stuff. This is exciting. So we're going to do a little bit something different. We're going to talk about um, Samhain's origins and some ways that you can connect and do stuff for, you know. And again, everything witchy is so easygoing. It could be three days before, three days after, seven months later. It doesn't matter. It's however you feel. So Mm -hmm. more powers to it. So Embrace your power. What are you going to be for Halloween? I'm a devil. That's it. Um. Well, James decided to be a pirate, and so Cute. he told me I have to be his matey. <laughs> so I what? am going to be a pirate as well. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing I already had one, like a wenchy pirate costume. It's going to be perfect. Nice. So, yes. Good. Cute. Yeah, no, I'm... We're not doing anything. We're going to drink and... and paint things and just hide in our back family room um and uh yeah that's about it it's exciting i like to live low tonight yeah well we're gonna end up going trick-or-treating just because i have a three-year-old but um, yeah yeah i mean years past i would just sit at home because i'd be so exhausted because i do makeup and so i get a lot of halloween clients so um i've already had two this morning and um i have a couple more later but sometimes I would like to just do my own makeup and play and create something. But we'll see. We'll see how I feel later. But um... uh, yeah, some of our favorite Halloween costumes, we were um, together, uh, <laughs> Betty and, and Wilma. Wilma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, that was one. Mm-hmm. probably the best. What else do we do? I can't remember. Um, I don't think we've ever been on Halloween together besides that one. Oh, that was brilliant. Yeah. No, but we had ideas for other ones that we wanted to do, but we haven't been able to execute them quite yet. 
All right. So we'll just have to have uh, another Halloween in like February. Yes. You know, Done. just like they do Christmas in July. Yeah. Done. Yeah, we can do that. Mm-hmm. I like done it. Done and done. I love it. Oh my well, goodness. I'm going to do a little um shout out. I'm actually sipping out of my um Juliet. Um, <gasps> her um lovely, lovely goddess mug that she made for me. Um, And it says embrace your power. Oh, it's the so, same one I have. Yay. Yes, yes, yes. Right. So I'm Twinsies. drinking out of um, Juliet Kurth's mug right now. So if you've got to check her out on Instagram. And I'm sipping on my Medusa tea from nice. the Medicinal Melange from her What's in that? recent goddess bag. Um, it was like green tea and I think calendula. I'm not sure. I have to. There's a lot of petals in it, you know. So I'll have to double check what it is in it. I'm sorry. I'm not being very you mean, good. You mean calendula? Yeah, calendula. No, it's calendula. Oh, yes, I, I see learned nothing the of calendula way. on it, mm-hmm. but whatever. I know. Fine. It's calendula. But I'm actually also um, have her hand dipped incense burning, the incense that she made and put in that box as well. Nice. So they smell delicious. And going in theme with Juliet Kurth's mug, um, she um, helps co host um, the Magic Market. Um, which is a a witchy you know get together of different businesses and whatnot um in um glendale glendora i I think it's glendale glendale yes yes um glendale um a few times a year and um one of their subscription or you know special boxes they did to celebrate one of their markets um i got this witch and heathen candle that is really awesome <gasps> looking and i'm bur- burning it right I, now yeah that's what i used to cleanse the house today oh yay so time. yeah i was like you know this is appropriate for halloween right you know for sabbat and Samhain. i was like gotta bust out all the witchy businesses and no it's so them. beautiful and i think it's um i think it has sweet grass in it and it has blue mm-hmm. so yeah it's really pretty all right i got nothing else i'm excited it's all right i just had you to wanna... do some you know self harmless plugs promotions <laughs> yeah, i like i like our people our people are pretty badass I yes will they say. are yes they are they are pretty pretty awesome Ooh. all right oh, are you ready i'm ready get are going ready? all right let's do this <laughs> I'm excited. Yay. Okay. See, you can't get mad at me for making funny noises. No, I'm, I'm, I came out of my mother's womb making noises. You know, I came out going, waka, waka. Oh, yeah. That's James' tagline, too, whenever he says a joke. He says, waka, waka. That's because you have to. You have to Fozzie Barrett. Like, that's the best way to do anything. Yeah. No one knows it's a joke unless you do that. Right? Exactly. Uh, all right. Okay, well, our sources for today's goddess are Ramblings of the Clowry, wordpress.com, mabenhouse.com, newgrange.com, history.com, and um, we've also went through um, the Instagram for the starseedwitch underscore, and the books were Find Your Goddess by Sky Alexander, uh, The Modern Witchcraft Guide to the Wheel of the Year by Judy Ann Nock, and The Modern Guide to Witchcraft by Sky Alexander. 
and the oracle cards are actually a surprise so we'll see what that is later (laughs) so the name and meaning is Samhain or Sowen it's an Irish Gaelic name that means summer's end and the legends and mythology behind it is going to be read by Ms. Nicole today. Oh. So she's got. Um... <laughs> do you see how we are so in our like rhythm of how we do the show? We messed it up. All right. <clears throat> that was a fabulous job, DJ. I love you. You're welcome. Good. All right, everybody. Legends and mythology. Asawan is celebrated in the Celtic tradition from sunset on October 31st to sunset on November 1st. So some modern pagan and Wiccan groups uh, celebrate Samhain when the sun reaches 15 degrees Scorpio, which is the exact midpoint between autumn and winter. Mm. That's like crazy specific. So I don't know if I'm going to be out there measuring degrees and stuff, you know. Get out your you know, your <laughs> compass maps and all that stuff. I was going to say protractor, but I guess protractor. No, I mean, I get that, you know, like I'm like, what would they use, you know? Would be they were, they did have those like brass ones that have the like the sliding thing to like measure the angles, right? Yeah. I feel like that would have been you back in the day. You'd have been like, yeah. I feel that this rock is perpendicular <laughs> to my butt. Oh my goodness, yes. How okay. many degrees north or south? Right. So for practicing witches, Samhain is the most holy of Sabbaths, marking the beginning of the wheel of the year. Samhain was believed to be a time for the earth to rest before another growing season started in the spring. Cattle were moved from the hills to the pasture for winter, and the last of the harvest was gathered and stored for the long winter months. Once work was completed, folks celebrated with bonfires and festivals. Fire and feast, yes. Right. Ancient Celts uh, viewed Samhain as the time of the Kaliak, which is the crone, who rules the winter season, and offers and sacrifices were made to her. By the end of the harvest season, ancient Celts believed that by the end of October, the god had exhausted himself, giving life to crops, and he died. That's causing, I, I know, yeah. <laughs> That's how I feel by the end of October. <laughs> right? And then once holiday season starts, you're like, I'm done. This I'm is done. exhausting. Done. done, done. So he died causing the goddess to enter into a period of mourning, which would last until the winter solstice. And that's when he comes back as a bubba. And then he's Uh, like, okay, I'm ready to go. (laughs) I'm ready to start growing and be awesome. Rituals surrounding Samhain include bonfires, healing, dancing, and honoring the dead. The veil between life and death grows thin. Spirits can return to the life and or sorry, they can return to the life they left behind and for one night be close to their loved ones. Mm, That's the idea behind Dia de los Muertos. I love Mm -hmm. that. Food is set aside for ancestors and lost loved ones as gifts and rituals honoring the dead take place. As it was believed that fairies, the dead, witches, and demons, because, you know, that's their tribe. They all hang together. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, romance the earth on Samhain. Delicious foods were left on the porch and steps to placate them. Later on, people started dressing up like these creatures and claiming the food for themselves. <laughs> Sometimes performing antics and tricks for exchange for food and drink. This practice evolved into trick or treating. 
It was first called Souling, where soul cakes were given in exchange for prayers on All Hallows' Eve. Mm. I will talk about those later. Some of Samhain's uh, most common traditions are rooted in the Samhain Harvest Festival, carving pumpkins, apple bobbing, bonfires, and dressing up. None of this stuff is new, everybody. Not at all. Nope. Jack-o'-lanterns were originally used as beacons for wandering spirits to help guide them home. The scary faces carved into the pumpkins were used to deter malevolent spirits from bothering the living. Mm. You get out of here, you scary spirit. Mm-hmm. Some get celebrate. Kick you, I kick you out with my pumpkin I face. Yeah, that's right. Kick you pace. Pace? <laughs> <laughs> so some celebrate Samhain with a ritual to guide the dead home by opening a western-facing door or window and placing a candle in the opening. I will not be doing that. That sounds scary. <laughs> Samhain or Halloween is actually the biggest commercial holiday after Yule or Christmas. It makes billions worldwide in sales and merchandise every year. And some people morph them together, you know, yes. thanks to Nightmare Before Christmas. Yep. <laughs> but like James has some Christmas jammies with, you know, Jack Skellington all over them. My sister makes her Christmas all orange and black. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's just. And you some people, you. some people like Brandy and myself, we do our home decorating from mm-hmm. the Halloween sales. So yes, awesome. yes, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and everybody's super into moons now. So like I just found a ton of moon stuff at Target. I was like, sweet. I know. It's been cool. And last but not least, uh, a little fact about Samhain. The church has campaigned for years to try and stop its parishioners celebrating the pagan festival of Samhain or Halloween and to celebrate it as All Saints Day instead. To each the church own. is always trying to, you know, ruin their yeah. own fun. Yeah. To each <laughs> their own, everybody. Well, um, some activities that you can do for Samhain. You can light candles to honor your ancestors. You can light however many you choose. Um, one per member, one per family, line, or friend. And place a photo near the candle or carve their name into the wax. You can also create a wreath using materials found in your neighborhood or backyard and hang it on your door until Yule and um, for added protection between Sabbaths. You can make soups or dishes to honor loved ones, and these can be put on the table during dinner, which is a dump supper, or it can also be left out on the porches or windowsills for passing spirits. And oil infusions are also a great way to bottle different energies of the moon phases and sabbats, so you could place corresponding herbs with a carrier oil, such as almond, sunflower, coconut, and place it in a crock pot during the day and night. Ooh. Mm, I like that. I like the idea of like simmering almond or coconut um, oil with some different scents. That would smell yummy. Yeah. And that wouldn't ruin it because a, a lot of times if you use essential oils or things in your actual cooking pots, it mm-hmm. will ruin it. So mm. have a separate crock pot or something so that you can burn those oils or um some people have like maybe a cauldron yeah some people have different pots or cauldrons um Mm -hmm. for like if you do a simmer pot or something Mm -hmm. because one two years ago i did a simmer pot and then we made pasta the next day in it (laughs) it tasted like (laughs) it was cinnamon star anise like it was just things that did you're like this is a spicy meal chris was like what what that's all he did. He was like, what, what, what? All it. right. So some correspondences for Samhain. Uh, symbols, as you may guess, apples, carved pumpkins, gourds, 
pomegranates, acorns, oak leaves, cauldrons, ghosts, skulls, black candles, witches' brooms, and ancestor images. Some deities that are um, called on or, or, you know, celebrated at uh, this time of year, Hecate, who we're going to be talking about in a little bit, uh, Kirtwin, Morrigan, Persephone, Durga, Kali, Baba Yaga, I love Baba Yaga, and all crone goddesses. Um, and then for the male gods, um, how do you say it? Cyranos? It looks like that. Yeah. Odin, Anubis, Loki, and the horn god. Also, all of those deities um, mm -hmm. we've done episodes on. So, did we do the Morgan? Uh, oh, I thought we, no, we were talking about doing the Morgan. That's right. We haven't. And I don't know if we did Cairdwin though. We did do Cairdwin. Did we? Yes. Okay. I know we didn't do Durga yeah. though. We talked about Yeah, because um, Durga and Kali yeah. kind of go together. Yeah, we did. Because um... Durga calms Kali when she starts dancing crazy. Because we did, we did another um, Hindu goddess. Um, it was Kali and. Uh... We did Lakshmi too. Lakshmi, I thought we did. Yeah, and Durga's Maybe mentioned we just in talked a couple about of Durga them. a lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, yes, those are going to be some upcoming ones for sure. If we um are incorrect in our memory, um, if we and if we aren't incorrect, who cares? <laughs> you know, because like we did um Hecate before, and we're doing a Hecate again. See, so okay. you know, you can always uh revisit goddesses like our part dues. Absolutely, because you know what things that. Nicole and Gigi knew a year ago. We know more now. It's changed. It's evolved. Constant students. Yes. I am a yes, learner, yes, yes, damn yes. it. We are academics. I am an academic, damn academic it. Academic of witchery. I am, I am a learner. <laughs> okay. Um, some colors, orange, black, gold, white, and silver. Pretty solid colors. Uh, foods, apples, um, pumpkins, pears, grains, hazelnut, corn, ale, cider, teas herbal and meats very wide range like very yes yeah, nothing specific on um, animals that are associated have, have correspondences with Samhain black cats owls spiders or as Chris says speeders <laughs> um bat raven boar and the cow Nicole has been talking about black cats a lot lately yeah. and um the day we were talking about it we had to slow down for a curve in Maryland when we were driving um, to this dairy farm and a black cat crossed the street in front of us and then arched its back at us. Baby. And, like, and then my mother-in-law was all like, oh, that's not a good sign. I'm like, why? That's that's not that. I think that's a beautiful sign right there. That's that right. That cat was just checking us out and saying hello. He's like, mm, scratch mm -hmm. my back. Um, some herbs, rosemary, uh, julen seeds, mugwort, rue. Calendula. 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 Um, it is. Now, it's the uglier so sounding yeah. one. Calendula. <laughs> I know. Now that I know how to actually say it, I'm like, oh, damn. I know. Uh, it doesn't look like that. Yeah. I'm like, this is silly. Uh, oh, it's, it is cal Calendula, right? No, it's Calendula. Calendula. Okay. Jeez, yeah. Because I, I would always say Calendula because I thought it was so like harm harmony and like just pretty sounding Calendula. Yeah. But then we heard someone say it and it's Calendula. Calendula. Colin Dula. I, okay, whatever. Um, I know, right? <laughs> um, I will never get wrap my head around it's, that. I, you know what? I do that with epitome. It, whenever I see epitome, I want to say epitome. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Academic hour. Gigi and Nicole 
Because we're smart. Sunflower <laughs> petals and seeds. Yes, we are. Um, pumpkin seeds, turnip seeds, apple leaf, sage, mushrooms, wild ginseng, wormwood, tarragon, bay leaf, almond, hazelnut, passion flower, pine needles, nettle, garlic, hemlock cones, and mandrake root. We need that, that garlic cool. for them vampires tonight, you know? That's right. <laughs> I keep singing um, the thing from 30 Rock when Tracy Jordan goes, werewolf bar mitzvah, spooky, scary. <laughs> Did you ever hear that? Okay, I'm, I'll no. send you a link to it. Oh, my God, it's hilarious. Um, gem and metals, black onyx, obsidian, jet, and all black stones, as we know, most all of the black, black stones. Black, off black, jet black, dark black, light black. um they those those stones are for protection essentially um rubies uh smoky quartz which is one of my favorites amber pyrite uh garnet brass marble and a sandstone Mm. all right all right get into it let's recap what we know about the goddess hecate now Hecate is the Greek goddess of the three paths, the crossroads. She is a guardian of the household, and she is a protector of everything newly born, like the little baby calves we were feeding on the dairy farm the other day. Stop it. Oh, they're so cute. Um, She's also the queen of the witches and the goddess of witchcraft. I'm actually wearing my Iron Maiden shirt right now. (laughs) Very 80s metal. Yes, I love it. She's also known as the Holy Crone. You know, that sounds like a good um, curse, kind of, to say, like, Holy Crone! I like that. Um, Hecate also represents the menopausal women, and um, she who no longer bleeds in rhythm with the moon, which... Nicole and I will be getting there eventually. Um, <laughs> yeah. We're not there yet, but it will come. One day. <sighs> yes. Um, I, but I like saying that in sp- instead of menopausal. We should start just start saying we're reaching our moment of no longer bleeding in rhythm with the moon. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. Sounds better. Mm-hmm. Um, so she is also... Uh, in the goddess tra- tradition, she is a powerful rite of passage. Um, her wisdom is informed by time. And Hecate women now join the council of elders with dignity and grace. Hecate is the Greek goddess of the three paths. The guardian of the household, the protector of everything newly born, and the goddess of witchcraft, which we already said above. Um, <laughs> she was also once widely revered as an influential goddess, but her reputation has been tarnished over the centuries. So in current times, she's usually depicted as a hag or an old witch story in a cauldron. And nothing could be further from the true image of Hecate's original story or glory. Um, a beautiful and powerful goddess in her own right. The Greek goddess Hecate was the only one of the ancient goddesses that Zeus allowed to retain her authority once the Olympians seized control. Hmm. So she's got some power. Right. Zeus also shared only with her the awesome power of giving or withholding from humanity anything she desired. That's she that's also powerful. yeah. She also has the power over magic and rich witchcraft, and she can also summon the dead. <laughs> uh, Hecate has the power to cure mortals and gods alike, and using that power when they wronged her. So, huh. 
yeah you have to stay on her good side (laughs) yeah but that's interesting because she she says she can cure them so i guess would she cure someone that they don't like so they could come bother them again or something (laughs) i don't know (laughs) i mean as we know with the greek gods and goddesses they were very crafty in how they punished yes yes very very um very soap opera like Mm -hmm. um she was also um, usually classified as a moon goddess, and her kingdoms were actually threefold, with the sea and the sky. So not just the moon right there. No. Uh, she also has the power to create or withhold storms, undoubtedly played a role in making her the goddess who was the protector of shepherds and sailors. She has, is a lover of solitude, and Hecate, like her cousin Artemis, was a virgin goddess she was unwilling to sacrifice her independent nature for the sake of marriage and she would walk the roads at night or visit cemeteries during the dark phase of the moon and the goddess hecate was described as shining or luminous and in many of her legends she was invisible perhaps only a glimpse of a light and a will o the wisp perhaps it was the luminous quality that marked hecate as a moon goddess but some scholars believe it might be because her mother, Asteria, the titan goddess of the shining light or star, or perhaps it was because she always carried a torch on her journeys. So, so that out for that torch. Yeah, that scholar was me. And oh. I say, no. <laughs> We're like, yeah, so I see that the, uh, no, her mother um, was a gorgeous, gorgeous titan and she was bright and shiny so that's where they think hecate got her moon goddessness from she she probably would have been the rihanna of Mm -hmm. uh, goddesses that's right all right so some similarities between as they said her cousin artemis and hecate like artemis hecate was usually depicted with her sacred dogs both were independent and represent the quote-unquote virgin some scholars Nicole and Gigi um, (laughs) of ancient Greek religion have noted that Apollo was occasionally given the name Hecatos, which they interpreted to mean one who reaches far. Hmm. These academics, Gigi and Nicole, Hmm. um, believe that Hecate therefore may have once been another name for Apollo's twin sister, Artemis. Mm, Appropriate, right? That's right. Yes, yes, surely, surely it is. As the worship of Artemis evolved over time, the Greeks began to focus more on her purity and the positive aspects. The aspects of the goddess that had darker connotations were separated from her to create another goddess altogether in the character of Hecate. Now let's talk about Persephone and Hecate. Hecate was gifted with farsightedness and the ability to see in several directions at once, even the past, present, and future. So don't just think north, south, east, west. You're thinking time in separate directions of time. So this talent was featured largely um, in her most famous myth, the abduction of Persephone. For it was the goddess Hecate who was able to see what had become of her and to inform her frantic mother Demeter. The goddess Hecate continued to play an important role in the life of Persephone, becoming her confidant when she was in the underworld. Hades, thankful for their friendship, was more than hospitable and honored Hecate as a prominent and permanent guest in the spirit world. 
This she had got the effect. Fast pass. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> this had the effect of enhancing her reputation as a spirit of black magic, with the power to conjure up dreams, prophecies, and phantoms. And Hecate's ability to see into the underworld or the other world of the sleeping and the dead made her comfortable and tolerant in the company of those who most would shun out of fear or misunderstanding. Yeah, she hung out with the uh, island of the misfit toys, basically. <laughs> I want to sing the song. <laughs> you can do it at the end, I promise. Okay, as, as we're like saying our goodbyes, it's okay. You better sing it. It's okay. <laughs> All right. Hecate's specialties. Hecate possesses occult knowledge, intuition, and the gift of prophecy. The patroness of witches, Hecate teaches the secret of magic and healing. Herbalism is her specialty, and legend says she was an expert at crafting botanical medicines as well as poisons. Mm. She is linked to the yew tree as the tree lives a long time and is seen as a symbol of death and rebirth. So I didn't know what that tree looked like, and I looked it up. It looks creepy as hell. Mm. It's such a cool tree, and they do they live tree. for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. It's insane. I love it. Hecate was also a ghost whisperer. In her role as the queen of the night, uh, she sometimes traveled the following of ghosts and other social outcasts. She was both honored and feared as a protectress of the oppressed and those who lived on the edge. Living on the edge. You can tell from a chicken. I don't know the way. In Rome, many of the priests in her sacred groves were former slaves who had been released to work in her service. And the goddess Hecate was often accompanied on her travels by an owl, a symbol of wisdom. Oh, and Nicole and I found out when I went to go visit her that we both have the same tchotchke plastic gold owl. Um, yeah. <laughs> I love it. It makes me happy. You're silly like that. Yeah. So Hecate um, is also a protector of women. It's hardly surprising that a woman who needed to make a solo trip at night would say a brief prayer to Hecate to seek her protection. The goddess Hecate, like her cousin Artemis, was known as a protector of women, especially during childbirth. Not only was Hecate um, called upon to ease the pain and progress of a woman's labor, but especially to protect and restore the health and growth of a child. Mm. That's nice because we get a lot like of goddesses that. that, you know, protect them during the labor, but it's like there's a healing process. It's the same idea with the society today. You know, it's all about yeah. like the women's womb and the child in, in utero and everything like that. But once they're born, they're like, you're on your own now, kid. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Um, they kind of need some guidance and help along the way. So yeah, you're like, they never are done our future. This. Okay. Teach Come them on, well. let's protect our future. Don't, um, and let them lead the way. Okay. Um, you got me lost. Okay. Similarly, Hecate played a role uh, that we would now describe as a hospice nurse, helping the elderly make a smooth and painless passage into the next life. I love that for her. I do. Yeah. She would stay with them as long as they needed in the other world to help prepare them for their eventual return to the earth in their next life. Mm. Just hanging with Hecate. You're like, you know what? Let's get some tea. Think, some tea with Hecate. Yeah, tea with Hecate. Do you think she she would have boba tea? I think she would. <laughs> well, the dark ones, yes, yes. Dark boba. 
I like little bursts of darkness in my mouth. I like it. <laughs> familiar, fam- familiar, fam- familiar, gee. It's all right. Familiar with the process of death and dying, as well as that of new birth and new life, the goddess Hecate was wise in all of Earth's mysteries. She reminds us of the importance of change, helping us to release the past, especially those things that are hindering our growth. She helps us accept and even welcome change in transition. She sometimes asks us to let go of what is familiar, safe, and secure, and to courageously travel into the scary places of the soul. Mm, Sounds like some deep therapy right there. Yep. Ways to honor Hecate. Not surprisingly, uh, the people thought it was best to give the goddess Hecate and any friends that might be accompanying her a lot of honor and fairly wide berth. (laughs) So when darkness descended, they wisely retired to the fireside for supper, but put the leftovers outside as an offering to Hecate and her hounds. The homeless and destitute were often actual beneficiaries, but that hardly mattered because they were, after all, under Hecate's protection. And in a similar fashion, food was often left at the crossroads to honor Hecate, especially at junctions where there were three roads um, converging. And that's often what we call a Y intersection. And frequently a pole that was erected at the intersection and the three masks would be hung from it to pay homage to Hecate and to request her guidance in helping to choose the right direction. Often three-faced masks also adorned the entrances of many homes honoring the goddess Hecate, who could wield her influence over the spirits that traveled the earth and keep them from entering the household. You said pole and erect it. (laughs) I did. (laughs) I said lots of naughty things. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, uh, you know, if you want to put up, and I think I might have it later on, but it's just thinking of it now, uh, like an altar or a tiny little shrine to Hecate, the best place is by your front door because the front door is the crossroads into your house. Mm. So it's like, you know, the main street and then the house itself. So I was like, oh, that's cool. Didn't Bone Thugs and Harmony have that awesome song, Crossroads? Yes. And I believe yes. it was for Hecate. Oh. No, it wasn't. I don't. They're well, from I mean, here. it sounds like Bone Thugs and Harmony. I mean. Right? They're from Cleveland. very Hecate-like. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's one of our claims to fame. It's interesting. That and Drew Carey and me. Other than that. <laughs> yes. Nothing. Um, so something that's actually uh, similar to the the dumb su- dumb supper dump that we talked supper. about, D-U-M-P. Mm-hmm. B-dump. dump, supper. dump, dumb, D-U-M-P. dump. Well, how do you spell dumb? Because I, I can't spell D-U-M-B oh as in boy is dumb. D-U-M-P. Dump. Yeah, but it was dumb supper. No, it was dump. No, it was dumb. Hold on, I am scrolling back through. Uno momento, por favor. Wait, 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 wait. D-U-M-P or D-U-M-B. Dumb suffer. Was that a misspelling? Why would it be called a dumb suffer? Because it would seem like if you're putting all your soups or dishes. No, it is. It's called dumb supper. Because um, I because th- during that supper you like sit quiet like you do not talk you j- oh. you set up a I think I'm will say it in here but you set up a place for the uh, person that is uh, passed and you have dinner in silence. 
So yeah, I read it as dump, and I oh, was thinking okay, that it was okay. just like all the food because like a lot of people would make like a dump soup. For you would a dump think meal, that, yeah, yeah, like all the leftovers. No, totally mm-hmm. makes sense, GP. I like your idea, and I would like to make a dump cake with you. All okay, right, so. you know it's like all that dump in the trunk. Sorry. <laughs> what are you gonna do with all that dump? All that dump inside. Wait, what? Um, my so- lady, lady lump. Oh God. <laughs> I used to like like that song. Ew. I'm admitting something. That's you guys, I'm getting real deep and we've grown up personal with you. So dinner with Hecate. In ancient Greek or Greece, I don't know how to say this word. Dipton? Dipton. Okay, yeah, we're dipton. Sure. I like how you're saying it. And I'm gonna support you. Is it supposed to be an H like Dephon? Di Pinon? I don't I'm not fluent in ancient Greece. Mm-hmm. Greek. It's so anyway, one of those Greek letters. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's um it was an evening meal, and Hecate's dinner was a sacred meal offered to the goddess at the new moon. So offerings were intended to appease not only this goddess and seek her blessing for prosperous daily life, but as a goddess of the underworld. This was also an appeasing of any restless spirits and beings that are in her company that may seek to cross boundaries from the underworld. Mm. On the night of the new moon, a ritual would take place and a meal would be set outside. A small shrine to Hecate, um, oh, so there it is, would be placed by the front door as the street in front of the house and the doorway create a crossroads, known Mm. to be a place Hecate dwells. So the next nightfall was celebrated as the Nominia? Nominia? Nominia, yeah. Nominia, yeah. Um, The first day on the, you know what, if I would just say these words with confidence, no one would know. That's what I do. You got to fake it till you make it. (laughs) <laughs> there's like a tiktok thing sound there it goes no one's how are they gonna know no one will no know one's gonna know no yeah one's yeah gonna know uh, the first day on the new lunar month when the first sliver of moon may be visible it was held in honor of moon goddess Selene, who mm-hmm. we've yeah. done an episode on oh well. yeah we sure did and mm-hmm. estia i believe we did oh hey yes. and the other household goddesses so this ritual um, period would end with a chance to honor the Agathos Diamond. Diamond? <laughs> diamond? Right? Because it's D-A-I-M-O-N. Mm-hmm. It's not di- diamond. It's a diamond. Diamond. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a good noble spirit, as well as one's own personal spirit. Often a libation would be set at the family altar in prayer offered to seek uh, continued blessings for oneself and family. Due to roaming spirits, Greeks might stay within their homes during the night hours of the dark moon. There was a real sense of fear to these rituals based around the belief that you needed to protect your family from furious gods, evil spirits, and vengeful ghosts. Which, if you think about it, on the new moon, it's completely dark. They didn't have, you know, streetlights and stuff. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, it probably was a scary time. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, they... They always had some weird things happening back then, you know, like yeah. <laughs> you never knew what you were going to wake up to. So it's probably best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <sighs> All right. So how do you know if Hecate is calling you? I don't know. How do I? Well, it could be new beginnings, whether spiritual or mundane. They aren't always easy. No. Nope. 
and we've gone through a lot the last couple months so yes um but hecate is there to support and show you the way she loans her farsightedness for you to see what lies deeply forgotten or even hidden and then she helps you make a choice and find your path and she often shines her torch to guide you while you are in dreams or meditation hecate teaches you to just be and to be tolerant of those who are different or less fortunate yet she is hardly a bleeding heart for hecate dispenses justice blindly and equally so whether the greek goddess hecate visits us in our waking hours or only while we sleep she can lead us to see things differently ourselves included and to help us find a greater understanding of ourselves and others and although her name may mean the distant one hecate is always close at hand in times of need helping us to release the old familiar ways and to find our way through and into new beginnings Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. So she's helping the living and the deceased do that. Yes. That's yes, beautiful. she is. So if you want to connect with Hecate, a couple of ways to do that in the midst of a transition, seek the wise counsel of Hecate. When you go or when you must go to a place that scares you, ask Hecate to accompany you. Place three stones at an intersection to mark the crossroads, the site of your brave decision and your adventure into the unknown. Mm. Because Hecate understands the spirit world and the ongoing cycle of life, death, and rebirth, she can give you strength when you must face the passing of someone dear to you or your own transition. She assures you that physical death is not the end, only another step in the ongoing journey of the soul's evolution. Make an amulet of basil, comfrey, and rosemary to bless the person's passage and trust that all is well. If you've chosen to lead a magical path, invite Hecate to serve as your teacher. Light a black candle in her honor, record your dreams in a journal or book of shadows. They may contain messages from the goddess. Commit to helping the homeless and disenfranchised, those under the protection of Hecate. Uh, whatever you can give to those who struggle in the darker edges of our cultures have, uh, or sorry, has great value to the heart and health of our human family. If we can help others to find an effective way to thrive and share the gifts they have to offer, we all benefit. And lastly, use the three mask approach to invoke the multifaceted wisdom approach of Hecate. Have these three masks decorate your own with powerful, meaningful symbols that symbolize past, present, and future. Or, if you like, maiden mother crone. When needing clarity for a decision, use the mask to represent the aspects of where you are, where you desire to be, and what is required to accomplish this change. Do you want to read the uh, witch's prayer to Hecate? I thought that was kind of cool. So here is the prayer. Mighty Hecate, queen of the witches, you are both the dark and the light. You are the way. And you are the light along it. You hold the keys of all creation. Mighty Hecate, queen of the witches, through the gifts, your sacred keys, I am the walker between the worlds, the student of your mysteries, the giver of your healing. Mighty Hecate, queen of the witches, my witch's journey is a blessing. Through the darkness of the underworld, up the heights of the heavens and the balance of everyday life through all things. I honor you. 
in all ways I honor you and for all of time eternal queen I honor you and that is from keeping her keys by Cynthia Brennan yep so she actually um follows uh Hecate's uh it's like a religious path I, guess. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I'm saying the right word, um, but it's I want to order her book and read it. So mm-hmm. I did. So the surprise oracle is from the goddess power oracle um, from Col- Colette Baron Reed. And the reason mm. it's a surprise is because I forgot which one I was going to use. <laughs> and it sounds brand new. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's my newer deck. All right, so Hecate in this deck is the in-between. And her alignment message for you is, there are times when you find yourself stuck between worlds, unable to go back to the way things were, and afraid to move forward without knowing what you're facing. This indecision can be crippling, but you can't stay forever in the in-between. The goddess Hecate offers you a sacred alignment task. Make a move. It doesn't matter if you stumble or fall. After all, you can always course correct. Bring love to the part of you that is afraid and that has lost faith. Remember, you are not alone, as the goddess Hecate will not abandon you in the dark, nor will she remind or sorry, nor will she remain there for long. Consider as you move forward through life the sacred challenge of trusting the magic that makes this world and your part in it sing with meaning. Don't be afraid to step into the dark. The goddess Hecate will raise her torch and show you the way out. Mm. Uh, mic drop. I just dropped the book. Like Boom. <laughs> book uh. drop. Boom. Oh, wow. Uh. That was a good yeah. one, though. We're going to have to learn more about her cards. Use them some more in some of our upcoming oh, yeah. episodes. Yes. Absolutely. And uh, the visuals, like, I need to send you. They're oh, so for sure. gorgeous. The artist of this. Oh, I love it. We always love new Oracle decks. So send us your recommendations. Yes. Yes. Well, everyone, in closing, Samhain is a time of both life and death. The growing season is finished and the earth can rest. While it marks the start of a new wheel of the year, Samhain is also a time to remember departed family and friends. The balance of light and dark helps keep us rooted to love while encouraging hope for the new seasons of life ahead. I love that. I um I made some soul cakes, which it's uh basically it's a mixture between a biscuit and a scone. Biscuit? biscuit and a scout um so i'm gonna have a couple of those i'm gonna meditate i think i'm gonna do sarah robinson's meditation on insight timer if Mm. you don't know you need to know sarah um and then i'm gonna light a candle for my mom and my my ancestors and put those cakes outside and they're uh they're okay for animals to eat so that's you know, Ooh, something that's that you have to good. think of. Yeah. You always have to be aware, like, not to put things yes. outside that animals are going to eat. Like, don't put chocolate as an offering. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Stuff like that. yeah. Because, you know what? The little creatures are going to be the ones that are going to get it. Um, yeah, no, and I'm just going to spend it with my love. So, and you're going to spend it with your love. Yes. And then um, we might, depending on how we're feeling tonight, we might need to make some more pumpkin bread and, <gasps> yes. you know, carve a pumpkin or something like that. We'll see. So, yeah. I, I found an amazing pumpkin bread recipe. It's um the 
eclecticwitch.com. Mm-hmm. I found it on Pinterest. I'll send it to you, but it's so mm-hmm. good. I'll put it in the show notes too. It's so oh, good. Oh, yay. Yeah. It's no, I love me some pumpkin bread. This is, I made my first pumpkin bread of the season um, Saturday morning. So, mm-hmm. you know, this is my, my time to shine. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> it's it is it has like three cups of sugar in it but it's amazing i love it i I made three of them and there's one left so (laughs) so good so so good miss Gigi, how can um everybody find us if they want to write us or recommend a goddess yes hey 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 Mm -hmm. um you could find us on the good old instagram that's where we do most of our uh posting of course uh so check us out on instagram goddess chat leos um you can also email us goddess chat at yahoo.com and that's where you can talk to us directly if you want to send us some recommendations for upcoming goddesses to um indulge in or oracle cards that we should check out or new artists or businesses whatever collaborations yes Yes, just send it our way um you can also find us on any of your listening uh platforms so spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, um you know wherever you like to listen to your podcasts go check us out rate and review please get our name out there tell your friends about us that would be great because we love hearing you yap about us we love hearing your mouths i love um, yapping talk and uh you know sharing the word we like to have our ears ringing often um (laughs) so you know please do that um and I don't know um, if any of you have noticed, if you do follow us on Instagram, we do have our link in bio where we list all of the different listening platforms we have. And sometimes we put links to other things on there that we are doing or being a part of. And I don't know if you saw, but we even have a little tip jar one in there. So if you ever feel inclined to drop us a little tip, we would love that because we do, um, you know, do this out of the love of our hearts. We don't get paid to do this. This is all just a fun thing for us, but sometimes it's nice you know we're always putting back into the um, community and you know it'd be nice if we get a little something back sometimes too but if not we just love talking to you and having you all join us and I'm sorry for making a little bit of noise right now but yes I did that Um, (laughs) I knocked something over (laughs) so (laughs) I guess I did that yeah I guess so but yes um, we are so excited that you have continued to join us on this journey that we um came upon you know back in 2020 and uh that we're still here doing it and before we know it it's gonna be our two-year anniversary in january february you know oh my goodness so uh, you know what that is that's a holy crone holy crone I'm going to try to replace, because you know what, just by habit, I say Jesus, you know, I say that, and now I'm going to be like, holy crone. Well, just like saying like, oh my goddess, yeah, we're going to start saying holy crone. Holy crone. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Holy crone and oh my goddess. Oh my goddess. But yes. Um, um, sure. So, yeah. Thank you. We love you. Thank happy you. Love you. Blessed Samhain. And uh, yes. Happy Halloween. Happy Hallow's Eve. Happy Dia los, Dia de los Muertos and All Saints Day and all the things. So. <laughs> and don't don't let any ghosts into your house if you no. don't know them. That's no you know ghosties. what stranger no danger with ghosts. Yes. 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 All right. Love you guys. We love Bye. you. Mwah.